Hello, Pastor Steve Waldron with Biblical Archaeology Today. I'm so grateful you're here with us, and I am so very thankful to be your host. We're looking today at the history of the alphabet, and it's a fascinating history. We're in the Wycliffe Dictionary of Biblical Archaeology by Charles Pfeiffer. I've done a couple podcasts. There's been some recent things by Douglas Petrovich out of Canada that seems to indicate maybe Joseph of Manasseh gave us the first 22 character alphabet from hieroglyphs. Let's get started. We're going to be using this Charles Pfeiffer book kind of as a base, and I'll be making comments around us. Please check out our other podcast. We've got a little over a thousand uh, episodes, and invite you to go back, reference, look them up, and uh, they're basically on Spotify and Anchor, but we try to some get on other things. I say we try. I think some good listeners put them other places. Had to take a drink of wonderful Georgia unsweet tea here. Uh, Coated my throat for this podcast. Let's get started. Thanks for being here. Please leave us a five-star review. Helps people find us. Also visit us down at New Life of Albany, Georgia, 1200 Cordial Road sometime. Love to see you. Albany, Georgia. (laughs) Alphabet. The alphabet, the Aleph Bet, you can tell it comes from Hebrew and Greek. All right, the Aleph and the Bet. Although all problems concerning the origins early history of the alphabet have not been solved, there's no question that originated in the ancient Near East. Our word alphabet is derived from the first two letters of the Greek alphabet, Alpha and Beta, or Aleph and Bet in Paleo-Hebrew. These, in turn, are derived from a Semitic alphabet. The first two letters, remember, Semitic, okay. The first two letters of the Hebrew alphabet are Aleph and Beth, like Bethlehem, house of bread. The alphabet was preceded by other methods of written communication. Prehistoric caves containing pictures etched on their walls and ceilings, which conveyed meaning. By 3000 BC, two systems of writings both based on pictorial art, made possible written communication at the two extremities of the Fertile Crescent, the ancient Near East. The Egyptian system of hieroglyphic writing was a combination of picture writing, alphabetical, and syllabic elements. And uh, Champillion, I guess it was, who cracked that code in the early 1800s. The Egypt, I've got a couple podcasts on that. They're so fascinating to me. The Egyptians, however, never dropped the non-alphabetical elements from their writing so that hieroglyphic writing maintained in part pictographic and in part syllabic throughout its over 3,000 years of history. And, of course, Chinese, very pictographic as well. Pick up, you know, the Chinese language traditionally has been used to show Genesis. There's books on that. But, you know, you think of an A, that's actually an ox yoke. And I'm talking about English because it comes from Semitic um, through Greek. So the A is ox yoke. B is a two-story house, Bet, like Bethlehem. C is a camel's uh, hump, gimel. That's the Hebrew word for camel. D is delet, delta in Greek, and it's a tent door. And it's pictographic. So our lettering system is still pictographic to this day. In the Tigris-Euphrates Valley, the Sumerians of the third millennium before Christ 
used a system of wedge-shaped characters, which they impressed with a stylus on clay or cut into stone. This, too, was originally a system of picture writing, but the soft clay on which the pictures were inscribed was adaptable to the hasty drawing of pictures by groups of wedges, which in time lost their pictorial quality. Cuneiform, as it's traditionally been called, some call it cuneiform, uh, syllabaries resulted, and they were adopted by the successors to the Sumerians, uh, Assyrians, Babylonians, Hittites, and others. The Assyro-Babylonian language, known as Akkadian, became the lingua franca of the Amarna age, 15th, 14th century BC. I'm shocked, too, you know, when I do studies into, like, libraries at Persopolis and Ashurbanipal and, and different libraries, and I'm talking, you know, in 4th century, 5th century, 6th century, 7th century BC, a lot of times, like, they're using either Akkadian or cuneiform. Inscriptions at Serbit el Kadam in the Sinai Peninsula, where turquoise mines were worked by the Egyptians during the early 2nd millennium BC, were once thought to be the oldest examples of alphabetic writing. W.F. Albright dates the Sinai inscriptions to the early 15th century BC, by which time several systems of alphabetic writing had already been developed. And I think it was, who was, what was that guy's name? Grant Jeffries. The Signature of God, he goes into that in that book where he thinks that was written by the Israelites coming out of Egypt. He makes a really good case, but I don't know. He passed away very early, in my opinion. Excavate, but God knows best. I'm not questioning God at all. He, he's the boss. Excavations at Tel al-Duar, biblical Lachish, have produced alphabetic writing, including inscription on a dagger, which dates to the 16th century BC, comparable material has been found at Gezer, Shechem, Megiddo, and Beth Shemesh. And uh, next, we're going to get into the 1929 new alphabet discovered at Rosh Shamar, ancient Ugaritic. What an amazing find that was! But we're going to stop here so we can do that justice on our next podcast. Thanks for being with us. Join us daily and pray for us. And uh, God bless all of you. Thanks for being here. And please share. Put it on social media. Upload it to Apple, whoever else, podcast addict. Let's get the word out. The Bible's true. God bless. Talk with you later. Bye-bye.